Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good afternoon, my friend. It is great to see you for our second show of the week, my friend. How are things up there in Los Angeles today? Yeah, everything's good. You know, uh, we are, uh, it's the summertime is over. Yeah. So that means uh, when we're walking on the beach, uh, we, you know, we still got to watch out for the needles. But uh, other than yeah. that, uh, you know, avoiding the homeless tents as always. Uh, yeah, we're doing absolutely. okay. Uh, we're yeah. doing okay here. You know, yeah, very good. Yeah, very good. Well, it's nice to see you for our big. You know what show this is, Dave? Right. This is our pop-free show of the week. <laughs> so, for folks who are new to the show, who don't uh, know what we do on this uh, typically midweek show, and we release this, we kind of hit the top maybe five, six, seven top stories of the week, really examples of how the radical left is intentionally trying to take down and destroy America, whether that's from a cultural perspective, a family perspective, a geopolitical perspective. Um, it's a full-on assault on a daily basis. And uh, tune in here on the Rant and Rape Show to find out exactly what's going on. Dave, what do you got to lead us off today? Yeah, it is a 24-7 assault on, on our freedoms and liberties. We all know that. Um, and it, it's, it's, sometimes it, it appears in very subtle ways. Yeah. They're going to take away your rights for this or that, and otherwise it's right in your face. So yeah. witness what's going on in New Mexico now with the two-way stuff. Exactly. Um, hey, um, we have uh, the J6 uh, uh, news to start our show with today. Yeah. And these poor uh, – just it's the saddest thing ever, these patriots um, stuck there in the J6 gulag, I guess we call it now, right? Yep, yep. So the latest absurd – Really absurd sentence. Um, so the guy that was the head of the Proud Boys, which right. is just a patriotic group, yeah. Enrique Tarrio, um, he, I guess he's no longer was officially the, the leader. So he was not even there right. on, J, on J6. Not he even Washington, D.C., yeah. yeah. He was in Baltimore. He was in Baltimore. Yeah. Um, 22 years in prison. Yeah. We, we have now entered, forget about Orwellian. This is yeah. right out of the uh, the Stalinist uh, Soviet playbook. Yeah. It's a thought crime, basically. Yeah. Hey, hey, you just, you thought about uh, trying to overturn the, the election, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, 22 years in jail. His whole bunch of other people uh, that are associated with the Proud Boys, 17 years, yeah. 15 years. I mean, these, and meanwhile, we're paying the BLM riders. Yeah. It's payment. absurd, Frank. Yeah, dude. I mean, five, $5 million went out the door in Colorado to BLM rioters this week. Same thing happened in California a couple of weeks ago. Uh, on top of the J6 folks that you just mentioned, there was, I'm not sure if you saw this, Dave, there was a mother and son who went to yes. the Capitol mm -hmm. to protest. They never entered the, the building. They were on the grounds. They posted a bunch of social media stuff. They were both sentenced to five years in prison last week. Mm. A mother and her son. Dave, you see these pictures of these people? It's unbelievable. They they did nothing wrong. And what the feds are doing is they're weaponizing the system using what's called terrorism enhancement uh, 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 charging uh, strategies, right? So they're basically – because one of these guys, not the guy you just mentioned, that J6 guy, but another guy, basically moved – he like he bumped into and moved one of those barrier things in, in front of the uh, right, and and it didn't it did he didn't move it out of the way he just bumped into it and it fell over, and then everybody went went where they went, but that they the the feds prosecutors used that to get a terrorism enhancement to the base charge to get the twenty two years and that's what they're doing with all of this stuff it's the same basic fundamental approach but. Unfortunately, this is not an isolated case. There, there are, you know, probably about ten or twelve cases like this, and that doesn't count the hundred that are languishing in the gulag in D.C. 
who have not uh, been charged, by the way. Uh, you know, right to a speedy trial, guaranteed under the Bill of Rights. They've been there for almost a thousand days, not charged at all. I mean, they're being treated worse than 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 Guantanamo legitimate people. terrorists yeah. in Gitmo. No, exactly, exactly. So it's just it's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. I, I do like to take a little time to keep refreshing people on this topic because it, it can get easy to you know, move past and you're just busy with your Ooh, daily so life. Time has gone by, right? But these people, these people have done nothing wrong. And, and, and that, that's, that's what, what the, the horrendous thing. About, and, and their, their rights are being not just trampled on. They're being completely violated. They're not being charged, being held without bond. They've never committed a crime before. They have no right to it. They have a right to a speedy trial. They've not been given it. I mean, their rights are being obliterated, which they don't care about. Um, yeah, we got to keep an eye on this, and we got to keep refreshing people's memories about this. There's, and meanwhile, every day that goes by, we have more and more evidence about this was all a setup. There were feds in the crowd inciting yeah. the inciting uh, the, the, the patriots. And yeah. this is right after Enrique Tarrio uh, was was sentenced. He comes out with this bombshell allegation that the oh, feds yeah. told him to lie about President Trump in order to help them seal an indictment. Yeah. So uh, this is going to be a, a legal uh, crazy time. And there's going to be lawsuits flying back and forth. So good for Enrique to say, hey, you know, F you. I'm going to come out and tell the truth now and spill, spill the beans on all this stuff. So we'll see how this plays out. Yeah, no, it's insane. Dave, I've got a couple of related stories, but this is sort of under the, the uh, umbrella of uh, illegal alien crisis, southern border, and just kind of everything that's going on in that front. Uh, over here on Breitbart News. So obviously Joe Biden and the far left are pretty upset because all of these illegals are now ending up, and not because of Governor Abbott of Texas's bus rides. That's like less than 1% of the folks that are getting up to these states. But all these blue states now, like or cities like Chicago, New York, Seattle, San Francisco, Los Angeles, are being inundated with these illegals. And they're being inundated not by Governor Abbott's bus rides, but by Department of Homeland Security ghost flights that are coming into regional airports in the middle of the the night and they have no tail markings on the plane and they're letting out hundreds and then thousands of people so anyways they end up in new york city right now it's ten thousand new illegals a month dave are pouring into new york city there's a hundred and ten thousand there right now they're sleeping in tents in central park uh it's out of control so joe biden knows he has to do something about it so guess guess what he's trying to do he's trying to he's trying to pass a law or he's trying to, it's what's never going to happen because we control the house. He's, he's basically trying to think how can he use executive authority to require the illegal aliens to stay in Texas? And Abbott's like, bring it, just bring it, bring it on. Because once they cross over the border and they're in, hey, get on a bus, pay a ticket, go anywhere you want. It's a free country. And I don't know how Sleepy Joe thinks he's going to, you know, uh, do this, but um, it's insane. I I also just love how uh, New York Mayor Eric Adams is whiny. Oh, my gosh. We're our New York City. We're doomed. We have to do something about this, which is classic yeah. blue on blue. I love that. And yeah. there's a great headline about my, you know, my worst nightmare is just, you know, school is back in session, right? Yeah. So now thousands of freshly uh, uh, brought in uh, school kids are now yeah. flooding the New York school. So they, they we thought, well, we have to have something to, we got to, you know, these people, we don't even know what language they're speaking. You yeah. can imagine the chaos going on. So they, they had a two page missive called guidance on project open arms yeah. because they're of course they're a, a sanctuary city yeah. but they don't want to actually practice what they preach yeah is that what you're saying i mean dave i know it's it's unbelievable and this is a this is a rabbit hole story it just gets so ridiculous so to my previous point biden wants to use a new policy do you remember when Trump was in power and they had a thing called Remain in Mexico? It was a yeah, Remain in Mexico right. policy. So if you wanted to, if you tried to come over, you're caught, 
you're basically deported. You have to stay in Mexico and wait for your court hearing. Okay, so Biden wants to use the new th- this thing. This is not a joke. I am not. This is not uh, Babylon B, Dave. This is a true story. He is now wanting to implement the Remain in Texas program. It's called Remain in Texas, and so they all. So so he's in. Fa- so he's so he's opposed to Trump's policy of Remain in Mexico. But he's okay with them coming over and then calling the policy remain in Texas and doing the same thing and using GPS monitoring bracelets and the like oh. to, to quote-unquote track them, which you can't. I mean, because they'll cut them off and they're gone. Um, they're trying to do that. So that's what Biden's trying to do. And at the same time, he has his Department of the Interior telling Governor Abbott that you, they, put, they put all those giant uh, balloons in the middle of the Rio Grande River, sure. right, so they couldn't swim across. Guess what? The federal government sued. They got a federal Obama-appointed judge to agree with them. Apparently, those balloons interfere with the waterway passage of some fish, and so the balloons have to go. And so now that so now the, so the balloons have to be moved so that the illegals can swim across more across the Rio Grande. <laughs> yeah. That's where we're at, dude. That's where we're I at. Know. Yeah. Um, it makes me ill. Yeah. No, hey, it does. You know, I mean, it's brutal. Yeah. You know, uh, out here in California, we jump and ship a little bit here. Um, this has to be brought up because what happens in California, uh, sadly, migrates its way across the country. So, and we've been talking about this almost every show the last few months. Is it's uh, it's a hot button issue. So, the California State Assembly, as we I think we reported on this last week, yeah, uh, passed a bill proposing a new law requiring that judges consider a parent's affirmation of their child's identity in custody cases. Yeah. Basically, they say we can take away your child. Okay, if yeah. you're, if as a parent you refuse to accept your child's gender transition, it's absolutely insane. And at the same time, we have various districts, school districts, that are fighting back a little bit because yeah. there's a state law basically saying, "Hey, if your kid wants to go from Johnny to Joni, yeah. you can't do anything about it, and we don't even want to tell you about it." Yeah. So how? And this isn't even st- this is just telling your parents. So, sure. Uh, good for these people. The Orange Unified School District. Yeah. became the latest and largest school district in California to adopt a parental notification policy. Mm-hmm. And basically, they're just saying, hey, if, if your little kid comes up to us and says, and of course, they've been brainwashed, yeah. uh, says, yeah, I want to change genders, they have a right to tell the parent. Yeah. And this is actually a thing. You yeah. actually have to pass a whole, you know, the district has to pass its own law to tell the parents. I mean, it's absurd. Yeah, totally absurd. And, and it kind of traces back. It makes one wonder, Dave, and makes you kind of think, what's at the root of this? Why did this all start? Why all of a sudden did Sleepy Joe wake up one day and why did this illegal uh, regime just start talking about pushing the destroying the nuclear family, trannies, the massive? So they've always been supporting of, of, of gay rights and the like. And that's all fine. That's all well and good. But we've gone from like kind of like that to like massive letter culture, LGBTQ plus IIIA, all the rest of it. Where did that start from? It started from Obama, okay? Obama's swinging from the other side of the fence. We all know it. Everybody knows it. That's where it started. He started pushing that agenda. Why do you have Attorney General Bonta in California and all the rest of them all pushing it? Newsom, Biden, uh, Gay Pride Parade. Not the Gay Pride, but the, um, the uh, what do you call it, when they, with the, for the kids, the, with the... Uh, uh, the, the drag, the drag, drag queen, the drag thank queen you. Story yeah, the, dra- the, the drag queen story hour and all, the, all of it. Why are they pushing this stuff so hard? Why are they pushing this? That's the fundamental question I want people at home to ask themselves. And the it's not a rhetorical question. The answer is the far left wants to destroy the family unit. It's that simple. Nutshell, yeah. They don't. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in Christ. They don't believe in the nuclear family. They believe that men can have children, uh, can give birth. And they want to destroy because it's just like it's a Maoist communist thing. At the very heart 
of freedom and liberty is the nuclear family, mom, dad, children, God, Christ, freedom, the country. And if you destroy, you can you can t- take away laws and change whatever, but if you destroy that, as Mao did very successfully, you've destroyed freedom, period. It's, it's right out of the Soviet playbook. Um, uh, more and more often we're seeing public officials in the DNC using the word our children. Oh, of course. Very, very yeah. intentional. Very as intentional. Opposed to, as opposed to helping your, your children. kids. Yeah. These are our children. They're ours. This They're is, all ours, yeah. Yeah, property of the state to do with as we will. Bingo. So, you nailed it. That's exactly oof. right. Yeah. So uh, so one quick follow-up for me, Dave, and i got a couple more stories, but just a quick follow-up on the New York migrant cri- New York illegal immigration crisis. I'm just going to stop calling it. Mi- it's actually so amazing. With that, MSM pushes the word migrant. I even find myself using the I word know, migrant. It just sticks in your head. They're not freaking migrants, folks. They're illegal aliens, okay? They're Ill- and not from, like, outside Earth. They're just illegal people coming into our country. But here's the one that kills me, Dave, and I've had parents in New York call me about this because I used to live in the city, as you know. They basically can send their kids to school with no vaccination records, zero, oh, no, co- no COVID shots, no nothing, all the rest of it. They can go into any of these things they want. So again, it's just another layer to the story. And now you've got all the parents in New York, left and right, speaking out, like from Staten Island wants to separate now from New York. Yes. Staten Island is like, we're done with this. This is bullshit. We are not putting up with this. But I'm, I want to move on, Dave, to another story on Breitbart. This is a fascinating story. Remember back in the summer of Love Dave 2020, BLM oh, yeah. riots? so peaceful. $2 billion of damage, dozens of people dead, federal courthouse in Portland seized for three months, firebombed. Yeah, you know, it was pretty much, you know, just a just a peace, peace, peaceful loving situation, right? Well, there was one woman uh, out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, which, by the way, you might as well just call it Somalia because it basically, it's like 15% Somalis now. That's where they've imported, that's where Biden, uh, sorry, Obama imported all these folks. And there's this woman there. Her name is Shivanthi Sathandandan. Shivanthi Sathandandan. And she holds the position of vice chairman of the Democratic Freedom uh, Labor Party in Minneapolis. She was a huge part, David, the defund the police movement back during 2020 and the BLM riots and all the rest of it. Well, guess what, Dave? She's getting into her car with her two kids to go to private school in her suburbs. She was carjacked. Carjacked right in her own neighborhood. They came up. They dragged them out of the car. They beat her senseless. And they have a picture of her up on Breitbart. Obviously, this is a podcast. You can't see it, but it's pretty graphic. She's She was brutally attacked. And obviously, we feel bad about that. But there's blood all over her face and all the rest of it. The kids were okay. She was beaten senseless. And now, Dave, now she's like, oh, my gosh, please, can we have more police? I want to thank the police for coming so quickly to my attention. But now can we have more police once it affects her and Dave, we talk about this on the show all the time. When do people change their mind about a particular issue when it directly affects your welfare, your life, your kids' lives? That is sadly how uh, for these commie ratbags like she is. Um, that's what it has to be. It has to be literally a direct uh, impediment to your life. Yeah, you know, it has yeah. to be not in your face. Forget about even your job. So she didn't even. She, so she, you're saying she didn't come to see the light until she actually got beat up. That's right. By, by the by the policies that she has been pushing. Yeah. Uh, and I, on a whole other level, the arrogance, the smug arrogance of people that come to our country and tell us how we should operate. And like you said, she's oh, she sends her kids to private school. Yeah. Gee, what what a shock. So yeah. I, 
I really don't feel sorry for her in a way. Uh, I'm sorry that happened, but yeah, um, yeah. I, no, same for me. I'm sorry cookies. it happened. I don't feel bad for her, but I'm sorry it happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, one of my favorite uh, European prime ministers is uh, the the lady out there in Italy, Georgia oh, yeah. Maloney. I just like oh, saying yeah. her name, Maloney. I feel Maloney. like having some pizza when I say her name. There you go. Um, did another great thing. Um, she's is she. The perfect conservative leader, I would like no, but she compared to the other nut nutbags like Macron in France. Oh, forget Macron it. is hated. He was booed off the stage in Paris yeah. the other night. <laughs> I did People hate that. him. Yeah, he was at a rugby match. He gets booed. So booed. you yeah. know, Donald Trump is cheered by everybody in his stadium in Iowa, and Macron is booed. I yeah. love the contrast. Yeah. yeah. So she says, "Hey, we're getting out of this uh, Belt and Road Initiative uh, that the Chinese uh, had agreed to with uh, with Italy like 20 years ago." So, yeah. and this is basically Chinese way of, of strong arming countries. Giving right. them money, say, hey, we're going to come in and we're going to sign this agreement. We're going to give you a bunch of money and you're going to let us create and uh, your infrastructure. Yeah. And that means basically they're going to integrate themselves into the daily machinery of how your country operates so yeah. that they can just spread their uh, their influence, their Chinese influence around the world. And she says, uh, no, I'm out. And this, you know, we talked about the BRIC uh, group and said, so the G20 is going on right now. Right. And we talked about how the BRIC is, is going to be as a, con, as a contrast. Brazil, Russia, India, China. China. Yeah. We have to do everything we can to minimize that. So uh, the other name for this is just called the Silk Road. Oh, yeah. Silk, Silk Road. Yeah, Silk Road Initiative. Yeah. That, you know, that linked uh, China and the West. Yeah. So good for her for being firm about this. Now, they're still going to have some kind of cooperation between each other. But this is a great first step to say, hey, we don't want you in our country. We want to minimize your influence on us. So good for you, Maloney. Yeah, no, excellent. Great, great story, Dave. Um, I'm over here on uh, Fox News, uh, which the, uh, they call news for stupid people because only stupid people watch Fox <laughs> News. A lot of my Democratic friends are like, oh, yeah, you probably saw that on Fox News. I'm like, I don't watch Fox don't News. Fo Fox News is run by a globalist pig who reports to Klaus Schwab at the WHO. <laughs> I mean, Rupert, old man Murdoch, and actually, well, he's gone, but I mean, his two kids his two are kids, hardcore yeah. commies, and, and they're running the show there, and Fox is, is history from my perspective. No one's watching it anymore. Uh, so, yeah, actually, you might ask, well, it's another aside, but, you know, f watch Real America's Voice, watch Right Side Broadcasting Network, Breitbart, Gateway Pundit. There's lots of great sources out there for uh, unfiltered news. And this story, Dave, comes under the category of why it's important to source your own news. So remember back, this is like in 2021, this story came up again recently. Um, the far left media has been looking to weaponize the government and destroy Catholics. And really, I mean, the, you know, across the US and Canada, this story is from Canada. But they had this story about a burial dig in Canada, a mass burial site uh, in Catholic churches. Trudeau used this. Uh, in Canada, and it really got into question. There was like 14 sites across various Catholic churches. Uh, apparently, oh, dozens and dozens and dozens of children, mass burial. They were, you know, Indians, and they were the Native American, it's Native Canadian story, and they were killed by, you know, bad, bad Catholic, you know, uh, leaders at that time, and so on and so forth. It turns out, Dave, it was all fake. The whole story was fake. They're like, oh, we found confirmation of the remains of 215 children. No, it was fake. You, just because you read that in the National Post or you saw it on CBC or CTV or whatever your you know, Pravda channel is up there in Canada, no, it turns out the whole thing was fake. And there was a massive disinformation campaign done in those two years, 2021, 2022. Why? To smear 
the Catholic Church to smear organized religion so that people basically then read this, they thought it was truth, they adopted it as, as truth in their own minds without source fact-checking, and as it turns out, it was all bogus. It was all totally bogus. And I bring that story up, they're like, well, who cares, it's Canada, blah, blah, blah. No, the whole point is that that same strategy is used every single day yes. here in the United States by the mainstream media with many, many, many different topics. And I highly encourage folks who listen to this show and your friends and families and others, go out, and I tell my kids this all the time, source the news for yourself. Don't just assume because you see it written somewhere in somewhere that you might trust that it's actually a fact. And it's just not. I mean, maybe it is sometimes, but most of the time, if you're unsure, check it out. Sad part about that is, uh, even though it's come out as being a complete falsehood, I guarantee that probably what eighty percent of the people still believe it. Still believe it, hundred percent. Oh, but but they told they told me in the papers for months yeah. and months, so it must yep. be true. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of fake and phony, um, every time we have a uh, another scientist come out and talk about the climate change nonsense, I love pointing it out because it's important. Because this is right. this is really this. It's right up there with everything else, with the illegal, illegal immigration. The whole climate change is affecting our lives and that they're using green to push their red communist propaganda. Right. So uh, let's give this guy uh, some props. Nobel Prize laureate John Klosser. Yeah. Um, smart dude. He won the 2022 Nobel Prize for his contributions to quantum mechanics. Smart okay. guy, I yeah. think, right? So he basically just saying, hey, this this whole climate change uh, is completely overblown. There's no climate emergency. Right. Climate change science is not conclusive. The Earth's history over thousands of years shows a consistently changing climate. Just as simple as that. And, of course, oh, he, he, he doesn't count. You know, they say it's uh, science is settled. Yeah, <laughs> it's which is you know, or yeah. all, all scientists agree. Yeah, except for this Nobel Prize uh, laureate. And you know, and I'll give you yeah, a related, uh, no, great story, David. I'll give you a related story that I just read while I was up on a business trip up in Canada recently. So the left has got it smart in the sense that they know that even when the climate change crap and the propaganda is going their wrong way, and people aren't buying it because they're just, they're just not buying it. It's just it's not true. Mm -hmm. They're not buying it. They're not buying what they're serving. So what does the far left do? They hire a bunch of radical Antifa types and they go out and set fires to the forest. And yes. then they go, oh, the forests are on fire. Everything's hot. So we have global warming. Look, look at all the forest fires. Look at the forest fires in the interior of British Columbia, up in northern Quebec, up in, and then now there's smoke in the, coming into the United States. Oh, it's all because of climate change. They get their radicalized segment of their of their side to go and set these fires. And how do I? I'm not just saying that. They've actually just arrested dozens of these people in Quebec for actually going out and setting these fires. And they're, they're just – that's why I say, Dave, these people are – they're sick. And when Trump says they're sick, these people are actually sick. They glue their feet to the floor at the U.S. Open to protest climate change in the middle of, like, the women's final match. They go and set fires to otherwise great forests in Canada and elsewhere. It happened in Northern California last year, the 122,000-acre fire. That was intentionally set. was arson. And what do these guys do? They get they get in front of a liberal judge, and they probably serve five to seven years. When you get somebody who wasn't at the J6 thing, serves 22-year federal sentence. For it. So, Dave, the whole world's upside down. It's, um, it's ridiculous. Thank God we have this platform, this show. Please share it because, you know, folks, there's just so much propaganda out there. It just is unbelievable. Uh, I couldn't have said any better. And let's not forget the idiots that, that uh, glue their hands to famous works of art, especially oh. happening in Europe. I mean, ruining famous paintings from, you know, I don't you know, Monet or Manet or whatever. I mean, this, these are famous. And they're, you know, 
I think they have to. Well, let me ask you this: Should we toughen yeah. up the, the the criminal penalties? These guys are just getting a slap on the wrist of some of them. I, I think these should be yeah. major felonies, especially if they glued their feet to the ground at the open. No, hundred percent. Look, it's just it's just like treating children. If there's no consequences yeah. to bad behavior, what exactly. happens to bad behavior? It continues. How come Singapore? Why is why is there no drug problem in Singapore? Because if you're caught trafficking drugs in Singapore, it's a death penalty. Well, guess what? They have no problem with trafficking <laughs> no, drugs in all Singapore. All of a sudden, it's off. Yeah, so it's uh, gone. So so yes, yeah. your 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 point is well taken. We do deserve a crime. Hey, my my last story here, dude. Um, we all know how these governmental agencies agencies with the, with the alphabet soup uh, crowd, yeah. the FDA, Federal Food and Drug Administration. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, they're a bunch of bureaucrats, bunch of, they're, they're part of the deep state. So that's what we keep, we keep talking about at the administrative right. state. So they, what just came out? Oh, the one, my goodness, they misled the public into thinking it has more authority than it really does. That's right. So they come and say, hey, you doctors, we don't want you using ivermectin to, to, to treat uh, as an off-label to treat COVID-19. We want to keep jabbing you with the, with the Pfizer mRNA thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So basically, they just came out. They had to have lawsuits. So, and thank goodness, an appeals court sided with doctors that said that the FDA totally overstepped its authority. You don't have any ruling on, on what doctors do or prescribe yeah. to their parent uh, to their no. patients, yeah. especially related to ivermectin, which is like this amazing, award-winning, yeah. very inexpensive treatment yeah. for all kinds of yeah. diseases out there, yeah. right? But, yeah, absolutely. I, both ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. And look, this D- Dave, for me, this headline comes. Uh, this this story comes under the headline. The Democrats know when they do something wrong, but it takes about two to three years to right the wrong. Mm-hmm. And they know it when they're doing it, right? So they knew when they banned uh, or you know, were forcing doctors. And I know because I had a conversation with doc- doctors like, hey, I'm going to lose my license if I prescribe you ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine in California. And that was probably true, but because they knew they used fear to control their behavior at multiple levels. And Dave, they knew that even if they're doing something wrong, just kind of like this New Mexico garbage Second Amendment, you know, saying you can't, you know, have a gun and all the rest of it. They know that it takes time for the punishment part of the story to happen. And between the time they enact the story and the punishment part, like in the ivermectin story you just gave, it was about two to three years. It was. And so then nobody had, well, very few people, some smart people figured out ways to get access, but you know, very few people had access. We didn't need so-called, and and let's stop calling them vaccines, Dave. These are mRNA genetically modified drugs. They are screwing with people's immune systems. Just ask, just ask uh, uh, Kelly on the Fox News. You know, she's now been diagnosed with an immunological disease right after she took her set, her third booster, and she's going to interview Trump in, a, in about a week or so on this. Megan uh, Kelly, yeah, Megan yeah. Kelly, exactly. So. Anyways, uh, we got to do a wrap, but uh, Dave, great seeing you this week. Fantastic uh, to see you looking good. And uh, folks, don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast platform of choice. We're out there everywhere. Uh, Also on social media, very busy on social media front, at Rant and Rave 1776 on all platforms. And Dave, we'll see you down the road if they keep the right side of the road open on the right side.